I'm Kelly Burley, and this is Common Bonds Radio. Hi, everybody. I hope you're surviving and thriving in the new normal that we all find ourselves in. The COVID-19 virus has forced us to rethink many of our daily routines, from the way we work to the way we get back to our communities. And it's the latter that is the subject of Episode 8 of our podcast. Pamela Palmer is a retired educator and empty nester who lives with her husband in Oklahoma City. She was already accustomed to being at home when the pandemic grounded many of us. What she wasn't accustomed to was the idea of having a foster animal in the house. But that all changed with a little nudging from OK Humane. I lost a long-time beloved cat in December and was quite heartbroken. And I was taking a gift over to the Humane Society to... Um, to a friend there and I said oh could I possibly just hug on a kitten while I'm here and she said I can do better than that so a week later I came home with that Persian kitten to take care of him for a period of time so that was um you know that my good deed taking a gift right uh to someone in you know was my step into fostering. After the foster cat was successfully placed, it wasn't long before Pama answered OK Humane's call to help again, this time to foster a three-year-old Labradoodle. His name is Tucker, and I have called him from the beginning, uh, Briar Tuck. And I figured he's a little overweight like Briar Tuck, you know, he, uh, (laughs) uh, that, so I said, Briar Tuck is the perfect name for this for me to call this dog, he's three years old, and he's the best trained animal I've ever had in my life. Um, he's uh, it's it's going very well. He seemed very sad when um, he came to our house last week because he had been with an owner for you know his owner since he was a puppy, and in about twenty four hours he was wagging his tail and um, it's. He's very easy because he is so well-trained. He doesn't go out a door unless you invite him to go out a door. Um, He had not been able to be walked because of the health uh, of his owner. And um, in about 24 hours, he learned where that leash was and was walking over to it, wanting to go for another walk. So it's been quite successful. He um, He's large. And I had not had anything but a small dog years ago and a cat. So, um, you know, I look around and go, wow, there is a large Labradoodle in this space. <laughs> but he's just so well behaved. I, I, you know, I, like I said, I have had, I've never had an animal that had these great behaviors before. You know, a cat does what they want to do. But uh, this guy has quite a schedule. He, um, he just went right on our schedule and seems very happy about it. Pamela, what would you say to anyone out there who may be finding themselves with some extra time on their hands in, in kind of a lockdown mode about the idea of fostering uh, an animal? Well, my own personal experience has been very good for us. Um, like I said, my husband and I had not had a dog in quite a while. 
and the house was very empty um, from losing the cat. And then this virus, I, I just think it's very positive. And what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing is there are so many animals. And not every animal, um, not every animal is going to do well at a shelter. They're not going to adapt to a shelter. And um, it's people that would never consider going into a shelter to look at an animal. Now would be a time to consider it. Contact them if you're interested in a cat, if you're interested in a dog, a kitten, or a puppy. See who needs needs you at that time. I, I'm not going to be a person that can go out and make a thousand masks, but I can take care of this dog. That's a great point. Um, well, as you mentioned, the situation that a lot of rescues and, and shelters find themselves in right now with growing populations of, of animals, how does it feel for you personally to know that you're uh, making this difference uh, for animal welfare in Oklahoma at such a critical time? Well, that's an interesting question. I think we all like to pat ourselves on the back. And we all like for someone to say, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. You're doing a great job. That doesn't mean that there won't be some negative things when somebody or if someone does this. But I think it is making a difference. And due to the fact that we can see via social media that there are so many people that cannot take care of animals right now. And they are being surrendered. Um, you know, you hate to say death, divorce, and disaster, but we do have a disastrous situation here. You still have the situation of families not being able to care for an animal. You have illnesses. And then with this virus, you have people feeling like they can't take care of an animal. Well, some of us can. It, for me, I was able to take this animal in. Take, take him in. I have a yard. Um, I can walk him. There's. I'm not on a crowded street. Um, it, it, it's been a very good situation, I hope, for him. But it's been a very good situation for my husband and I. Well, that's great. If it's such a good situation, Pamela, is it going to be hard to say goodbye to this dog at, at, you know, when the time comes? That's interesting. I knew you were going to ask that question. It was, um, I'll go back to the kitten, the cat. It was a, it was a little hard to say bye to that cat. But when I saw the face of, face of the adoptive parent and she grabbed that cat and said, that's my baby. I was like, oh my gosh, she instantly loved that animal. For me, uh, the best answer I can give you is, I'm not convinced I'm completely over losing Darwin, my cat, uh, last December. So this allowed me to really socialize and love on an animal. And I had never thought about the fostering situation before. It um, Will it be hard to say goodbye to him? Yes, because there will be a 90-pound gap in my living room and in my backyard. And there won't be someone walking over and nudging me to take him for a walk. Um, but when I think about where he needs to be and what would be so good for this guy, uh, no, I'm going to be able to turn him over to someone who's going to have a wonderful pet. 
will your experience um, um, prompt you to consider doing this again or perhaps even um, adopting uh, an animal when the time is right for you? Oh, yes. Uh, we will adopt when the time is right um, again. And I'm sure I will foster again. We will foster again. It's been a very good experience. And I'm sure I will get that emergency call from Humane Society going, telling me, hmm, we have the perfect animal that needs you right now. I can just hear that phone call coming. Once um, Briar Tuck, this 90-pound uh, Labradoodle, is placed. So it will take place. Um, I I don't know how long. None of us know how long this um, pandemic is going to to keep us isolated. But having a foster animal with you is is really good. It gives you something to focus on other than yourself. Pamela Palmer talking about her positive experience fostering animals through OK Humane. Since our conversation earlier in April, Friar Tuck has been adopted and will move into his new forever home this Sunday. Pama says she and her husband Mike, as well as their neighbors, are going to miss having their big old labradoodle around, but she says he'll be surrounded by love and luxury thanks to two adoring and excited human parents. You can foster or adopt a social distancing sidekick too through OK Humane or the shelter or rescue nearest you. By giving the gift of life to a shelter cat or dog, you're helping to end the needless euthanasia of companion animals in our state. And when you do give that cat or dog a second chance, remember the hashtag Social Distancing Sidekick to share your story on social media. I'm Kelly Burley. Common Bonds Radio is made possible by the partners of Common Bonds, working together to end the needless euthanasia of cats and dogs in Oklahoma shelters by 2025. Information at commonbondsok.com.